Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. I mean, not only that, you when you look at the referral sources of external traffic, you can pull up the Alexa site and look at referral source. 60% is coming from search. <laughs> like you can't ignore that. You just can't. Like, and, well, you can, but you know, it's like <laughs> It's like easy money. It's it's right there. The traffic is telling you where it is. And that, unlike your your audience needing to be on Facebook or your audience, you know, needing to be like you needing to know your audience super well on Google, everybody's on there. It's not, it's there's no like, oh, I don't do Google. I don't do Google. I mean, some people do Yahoo. Okay, fine, whatever. But some people do Bing. But for the most part, people go to Google to shop. So, you know, and a huge domain like Amazon. So we, we've recently set up our brand referral, um, the new mm-hmm. brand referral bonus with our Google ads. We have Andy to thank for our Google ads because he's one who got me on Google ads like years ago when, you know, nobody else was doing it. And he's like, Amy, you have to do that. So I always tell the story about how Andy's the one who got me into Google ads. But, um, but it's actually really easy to take advantage of this new brand referral bonus. But, um, but anyway, we'll see, we'll see how that works. Since Amazon attribution has always been kind of clunky. We'll see if it's like yeah. really going to track these conversions, you know, but uh, yeah, I agree. It's, it's so smart. So I actually want to switch gears a little bit and I am being selfish because I want to talk about <laughs> tools. I want to talk about um Anthony was telling us how he's been stuck in a HubSpot nightmare. I mean, fantasy for the <laughs> for the last uh, week or so two weeks month and you know I was telling Anthony I tried to set up HubSpot um, for my websites and it's just so confusing because there's so much that it can do and it's like so compartmentalized in what it can do you have to kind of like set everything up so Anthony, tell us what you love about HubSpot and tell us how e-commerce sellers might, um, especially on their websites, how they might benefit from using a tool like HubSpot. Um, <laughs> so the, 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 the reason, okay. I don't, I'm, I don't have like a robust experience with a bunch of different CRMs. I will say that there's probably comparable ones out there. Uh, but so what I say about HubSpot is probably transferable to other CRMs, but ultimately a CRM is really good for a seller of products online. I say that because it doesn't have to just be physical products. Um, if you're venturing off into digital, like most people are kind of, they kind of fall into this mindset of we're either going to have like Shopify pages, right? We're either going to have, um, listings with an add to cart button and then a, a shopping cart solution, or um, we're gonna have a funnel. The problem is, is tracking attribution is huge. And a lot of people don't realize that until they start, like they venture out into running ads, right? So they're starting Facebook here and then they're like, oh, some Instagram and, and, and then maybe even some Google. And then next thing you know, they're like, okay, well, I'm getting traffic. I have no idea what converted to what and how it got there. This is the problem. So to save yourself from that nightmare, the best thing to do is find a way to close the loop so that it's easier to track 
So the reason what I'm doing for Canopy and setting everything up at HubSpot is uh, our landing pages are made in HubSpot. Uh, similar functionality to ClickFunnels. There's probably just as much that I hate about it as I do ClickFunnels. That's, I mean, that's just par for the, look, get yeah. me and get me and Barkus Patty on this, on this topic. We'll talk about how all software sucks, like all, like literally period, all of it. Um, but it does the job, right? So landing page is made. Uh, and then um, that way, like there's, there's a lot of visibility there. We do a bunch of webinars. So uh, there's an integration with Zoom. So that way, webinar activity is also tracked, right? So the only people that are going to be in the webinar are people who've given their email address. And once that happens, the length of the webinar, like whether, whether or not they went to it at all, how much of it they watched is all kind of assigned to the contact card. And that's a wonderful metric to track because then you can create automations. Uh, I used to use Active Campaign, but it has limitations. Uh, so now HubSpot Workflows is really cool because we can do things like send out an email for people who only watched 10% of the webinar. Um, other things too, workflows uh, based on uh, based on lists um, that people opt in. So the forms, uh, all the forms are being switched over. So basically um, what HubSpot is doing for you, and this is why I feel like it's such a nightmare to set up because it's like so many things and I'm like, what does this do? So I noticed HubSpot will automatically pull in. So you're using MailChimp and you have um, a website, right? What it'll do is it'll connect to your website. It'll pull in all of your contacts. And what I like about it, as far as what I've set up so far, is I like that I can click on any of my contacts and I can see who spent money with me, how much money they've spent, how whether they're a return customer and HubSpot will also, I can set up um, notifications to tell me if they left the site, if they were on there and they were looking at something, they left and I can send them follow-ups. But what you're telling me is that with all, basically HubSpot has an integration for everything that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then instead of you having to go to Zoom for a webinar, because you have to go into Zoom webinar management, right? Instead of having to go into Zoom webinar management, now it's all in one dashboard, connected with your website, connected with your contacts. And now instead of you having to import this into MailChimp over here and then go, okay, you're getting, they watched this much of the webinar. This is when they visited your site after that. You follow, you sent a follow-up email. This is how many people clicked on it. Normally mm -hmm. I'd have to go into MailChimp and see how many people clicked on that email. But instead, now I have one centralized management solution. So any customer, whether they're just a brand new lead and they haven't done anything with me yet, they just visited the site or signed up for my mailing list. Now I can track everything that they do, the areas that they visited, the things they're most interested in. And I can use all my external tools and from one place manage them. So if I'm an e-commerce seller and I'm trying to do better with my Shopify site, not only can I follow all of my customers and everything and send follow-up emails, but I can also manage all my ads from one centralized place instead of, okay, let me go over my Facebook dashboard. Let me yeah. go over to my... <clears throat> yeah, I that, right was, that, that was the other... Yes, that was the other thing I liked about it too. Integrates with uh, Facebook and Google ads, right? So just today I saw a contact um, that clicked on one of our uh, Google ads. But 
that, that put them on our mailing list, right? But they didn't take, they looked at our service page and they didn't take any more action. But because they were on our mailing list through the Google ad, then when I sent out the, hey, we're having this webinar uh, promo email, they clicked onto that, they got onto that list. Now they're going to be, uh, you know, now they're on the webinar list. But it all started with like the origin was the Google ad, which I thought was really cool that I could track. So then, you know, if they become a customer of a service other than what was uh, marketed on the Google ad, I'll know that it was indirectly involved there because I'll see the, the you know, the, the lead source. Um, so that's, that's a really cool thing. And I think that's the biggest advantage to CRMs is being able to kind of see like what the activity is, where they came from, what your marketing efforts are actually working. And then that, other than that, through that, I found another third-party service that I've now integrated um, with HubSpot, uh, which is JotForm, which is like my new favorite thing. Yes, I because, love JotForm. It's an easy-to-use form, yeah. You can, well, you can, the biggest thing is because you can survey, right? So one of my things is I'm all about like chat flows, and I prefer that. I prefer a chat flow. But one of the things that I like is uh, conditional formatting. And then when the survey is like serves you one question at a time, so it doesn't look like this big old form, right? So they have that capability in JotForm. And so I went ham on that. Like all the questions on our website, I was just like, nope, we're turning these into conditional flows and JotForm. And we're saving all of that to every contact. Now we're going to have this robust like dossier on all of our, all of our leads and it's awesome. And I actually started using that myself too. So I have Snapchat ads running to a, um, a conditional form in job form, um, basically sending people to a BOGO offer for one of my products. So, uh, and that's outside of uh, HubSpot. That's actually just because I really like job form now. Um, so yeah, there's a bunch of really cool tools out there. People should be uh, investigating if they run on their businesses. I like it. I like it. So very cool. So people should be considering a CRM. It doesn't have to be HubSpot. HubSpot's actually free. Um, so, you know, you can try it for free, but it is confusing when you first go to set it up because you're like, what is it doing? I don't understand. How do I do this? So that's definitely hard. One other tool that, and I'd love to hear some of these other tools that you just love for productivity. We were talking before we started about Asana. Um, I'm addicted to Asana. I used to use Google Tasks. I used to use Google, all of the, the whole Google suite, but it's very disorganized. And I had trouble like tasking my team and messaging my team. And um, what's, I love Asana because you know you can task, you can message, you can attach a Google Drive link you can use Clockify inside so you can track which tasks you're, you're spending the most time on. You can look at your team's dashboard. Like it's basically replaced all of my other individual tools and we're all in one central place now and it's so helpful and it's also free. So I absolutely love it. What about you in terms of productivity? Is there some tools that you love, Anthony? So we, um, I'm most familiar with Monday. I don't know if Monday has a free plan. I've seen Asana though, and that's really awesome. They have a free plan. That's actually probably makes it the winner. Um, but I, I know there's a lot of similar functionalities in Monday. Um, yeah. And that's the one that like everybody, everybody that I ever work with is using. So I'm used to that interface. Uh, ultimately, um, task management in general, uh, you know, you will get to a point like, so before when I had uh, a small team of people uh, that was helping me in Taiwan, 
I forgot what it was called. It was like my task or it was some like open source free version of basically the same thing as like a Monday or an Asana. Um, that was crucial. Uh, so I definitely think if you're ever at a point where you have more than one person, which is you working for you, you should definitely be uh, managing their tasks in some kind of software. Uh, and it'll be a lifesaver, I believe. So yeah, I'm glad that you got Asana to work for you. All I remember when I, the brief time that I ever was uh, like saw Asana in action um, was a buddy of mine showed me his Asana board. And all I saw was like his little face and then a bunch of colors. And I was just like, oh my God, you have way too many tasks, dude. It was, it, it was scary. I was intimidated. I was like, I can't, I, if I look at that, that's going to give me anxiety. So yeah, I know a lot of my team members, they use ClickUp before and they really like ClickUp. Um, and so like they're kind of struggling through like switching over to Asana, but I'm more of like a list type of person. But what I'm struggling with right now is integrating fully, like using my productivity tools and my CRM. Like those are the two things that I'm trying to get better at. So, you know, it's great to hear that you're struggling through that and now I have a buddy I can call about that. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. So, you know, Andy and I always ask about, um, you know, what it is that you're uh, listening to. What is it that you're reading? Like, is there anything that you're doing right now that's keeping you motivated, keeping you focused, keeping, you know, your head in the right spot? Um, well, there's a couple of different things uh, for like business in general. So I actually signed up through my business account, uh, an Audible account, and I just, I write it off because all of the books that I get are business related and I feel like that's allowed. <laughs> so, so I have you, one. You said that like you were mad at your accountant or something. <laughs> like, tell me I can't. <laughs> tell me I can't, right? So what, you know, I get a credit every month and uh, I just get a new uh, business related book, but uh, most of the time it is on studies revolving um, around uh, behavioral science. Um, so I did pretty much every book ever written on behavioral economics. And now kind of branching out into like the other ways that that you know, uh, plays on uh, behavioral sciences. But um, overall, that's really cool. And I got these amazing waterproof earbuds so that I can listen to that in the shower every day. So that's like the routine. Listening to oh, in the shower. Wow. Nobody's bothering me. So my full attention's on this thing for as long as I'm going to be in the shower. So that's fun. Um, and then the other thing, more Amazon related. So I don't know if uh, you guys saw, but uh, Danny McMillan put out this awesome like presentation a couple of weeks ago. Um, where he found uh, this presentation on YouTube called The Joy of Ranking. It was by somebody that worked on the team that helped develop relevance for the A9 algorithm. And her paper was published in 2016 and put on Amazon.science. And then somebody made, um, like, referenced it in another paper. And then she did a presentation on it, which was saved uh, to YouTube. Anyway, so he just kind of recapped everything and then gave some ideas on how he interpreted it. Well, that sent me down a rabbit hole and I've looked up every single article on Amazon.Science and on the internet as a whole, not just about A9, but about um, decision trees and uh, search algorithms and relevance algorithms. And 
let me just tell you, that is quite the rabbit hole to jump down. Um, in jumping down that rabbit hole, I found this completely obscure Russian task website that has uh, like, there's a bunch of, um, there's like a huge Filipino community that was all excited about it because it's a way for them to make money. Um, but essentially, if you go to the task website, they have the amazon.com tasks. And this particular uh, task that Amazon has you do is uh, they have human checkers that are checking for relevance um, mistakes on listings, right? So in order to take those jobs, to pass with flying colors uh, their version of a test to make sure that you understand what they mean when they say search relevance. So I went through it and screenshotted every page so I could see what Amazon is telling their human checkers search relevance is. That was fun too. Um, anyway, so this is what I've been basically reading for at least like the last probably two weeks. Wow, that's so, that is so interesting. I would be interested in checking out that website. I've been, I've been, I recently took like a service business masterclass um, and it was so eye-opening to see how to hire people from other countries in their local, it, using their own local websites and stuff. And that just like opened up a whole new world for me. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, it just, it's not just Fiverr and Upwork anymore, right? Or yeah. onlinejobs.ph, right? There's so many local um, websites that are in these individual countries of people looking for work. And the people looking for work, they're really highly educated. They're awesome. But they don't know how to get to like the Upworks and stuff, right? Like you yeah. can't see beyond their local community. So I just learned about all of this potentials and it's just so and that's how I learned about HubSpot and some of these other things too so it's very cool to see that um definitely have to go down that rabbit hole a little bit I love yeah. I love good rabbit holes uh we had Danny on the show a couple of weeks ago and uh we did go down some good rabbit holes <laughs> so that was fun um well I think that's pretty much it Anthony you know we always have fun having you on the show and um we should tell people how they can uh get in touch with you get in touch with me it's super easy because i'm on all the social platforms and my handle is the same at anthony lee 991 at anthony lee 991 that's literally twitter facebook instagram uh linkedin tiktok uh snapchat youtube how do you keep well i have one more question how do you keep up with all of those social media platforms <laughs> um on my iphone I, I i get notifications um and i'll check them and then when i post it's literally just down the line like i have them in a row and it's like here 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 no he does Thanks. he does the entrepreneurial toilet uh <laughs> the, the toilet work right <laughs> tell the truth anthony we know we know you're on the toilet like you know doing those social media I don't know if posts. it's just I don't know if it's just entrepreneurial did you see that guy that went on Shark Tank with the toilet timer for the phone of the guy like sitting on the toilet on his phone oh my god that's so <laughs> funny we my wife and I just re-watched uh this is 40 and you know because because you know I'm in my 40s she's getting close and we literally like laugh through the whole thing because we're like oh my god we can relate to so much so much of this like the dude's like hiding in the bathroom for like she's like you've been in here for like two hours today and he's like he's like i'll be out in a minute leave me alone <laughs> it's pretty i'm gonna classic. watch this, this oh, not, never i've never seen, seen this, this movie. movie oh my god 
you were in for a treat and, and you need to message me and let me know because if you don't think that that if you don't think that movie's funny then i, I don't know I'm, I'm we're gonna have to we're gonna have to have a, a intervention okay well i'm gonna watch it though and then i will let you know all right yeah let me know let me know what you think because it, it's it's classic it's a good one all right everyone well thank you so much for joining us if you are on the live stream we're going to end that now we're going to see if anthony can stick around for another five or ten minutes we always call this you know the, the the after show this is like you know when you come into the zoom meeting it's like going into the vip room right because at the end you get to you get to see stuff that everybody else in the room doesn't get to see so if you haven't done so yet join us every tuesday two or 1 p.m pacific time um sell roundtable.com forward slash live you get to jump in the zoom meeting you get to ask questions you get to um if you want to unmute and and you know interact with us uh via video or audio or however you want to do it but uh, we would love to have you guys so we'll see you next time on the seller roundtable thanks for tuning in join us every tuesday at 1 p.m pacific standard time for live q a and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, SellerSEO.com and AmazingAtHome.com.